What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2016. All right. <clears throat> you know how it goes, Bridget. Don't be acting like you don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. So y'all hear her voice, my girl, Lisa Bolacaja over there. What's hey. up, girl? Hey, I'm excited because finally uh, I'll have the time now to catch up on the shows I've been missing. Roots. Mm-hmm. Oh, the re- yeah. The we remake of Roots. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about yeah, that. I've been hearing a lot about that. So I'll probably check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will finally drag myself, even though it's been a couple of weeks because I'm not a real big fan. But I want to go see it anyway, the mm-hmm. X-Men movie. So yeah, I'm we shall see. see. You, know? you know what I'm going to go see that I thought I would never want to see? That new... Um, 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 Dwayne Johnson and um, what's his name? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart movie. We, we saw it somewhere. We were watching this preview and I was like, it looks like a let's just go have a good time movie to me. It does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just silly, you know, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to go see it probably. There's, open, a, open there's the a chemistry between them there. Yeah, they, 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 did, they did two movies together. Then they went off in there. There's another movie that they're both, they're, I think they're both together in it. And it's kind of like, kind of back to back. I have to remember what the other movie okay. was. But I feel like they're in another so it must movie have been together. Like earlier in the day. Maybe, or, or maybe it's just, I'm just seeing Kevin Hart everywhere. <laughs> he is everywhere. There is that. The ubiquitous Kevin Hart. That. So that could be that, it yeah. too. But, yeah. I, you know, something about Dwayne Johnson, he's like so likable. Mm hmm. And they just cast him another big role, too. I'm almost afraid that they're trying to cast him in too many things mm-hmm. and doesn't really give him a chance to be like an actor-actor. He's mm-hmm. more like that action hero. So I really hope that he branches out and does... I just want to see him do a dark thriller. Mm-hmm. Just... Uh. What's like even that? What's that movie he did with the earthquake thing? That, that was so cute! It was good, but even, even <laughs> it that... It was so cute! Even that... I liked it. I liked it a lot. San Andreas? Even, it yeah, was San so Andreas. adorable. Even that, they still, like, he still got on, like, a tight-fitting shirt. As, still, uh, as like, he should. Not, yeah. <laughs> and he's supposed he, to. No matter what he does. I, no, but wait, though. No, I, that's I, in his contract. That's exactly. supposed to be. <laughs> no if, he ain't, if he ain't showing no biceps, uh-huh. and no, I ain't coming to see the movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> no matter what he does, he's the rock. He's and the that's rock. who people come yeah. out to yes. see. Yes. True that. True that. Yes. But I would love to see him. I mean, I really enjoy his work on the the HBO series. HBO? Mm-hmm. I want to see the HBO series that mm-hmm. he does as the uh, football agent. Mm-hmm. He's really good in that. And I really want to see him do like a psychological thriller or something, you know, a little bit different to branch out. You know, mm-hmm. he's doing a lot of funny, big action stuff. Mm-hmm. But I want to kind of see like a psychological thriller because I really love Dwayne Johnson. So yeah, he's very likable. Yes. And he's lasted this long. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought he's going from the, the Scorpion King or whatever it was? Look, if Arnold Schwarzenegger can do it, why True can't that. The Rock? Good point. And he's a way Absolutely. better actor. And he's. Th- 
Say that one more again. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, y'all know how we do it on the rant room. (laughs) So if you guys are grown, (laughs) let's go ahead and get it in. So today we got our little sis on the show. Our favorite little cousin over here, <laughs> OBS twin, <laughs> uh, Miss Bridget Lawrence, you guys, writer, director, producer of the new hit series, The Value of X, whoop, whoop. <laughs> on a web series. So you guys, um, you guys are going into season two? We are going into season okay, two. Yay. Okay, yay. Yes. We kicking and screaming, but mm-hmm. we're going. <laughs> kicking and screaming. But we're going to get it in. We're going to get it in. No, we're going to tell the kids. How yes. To, you know, you guys want to want to make it. No, this uh, is important because we no, were talking beforehand about it and just, you know, just kind of chop it up a little bit before we started taping and just, just the issues when you're filming stuff. And trust me, I've been there. So mm-hmm. I think it's good that we have different perspectives on yes. what it's like to get product out and yeah. content. And sometimes yeah. shit happens. You can't always yeah. just be successful. You know, the <sighs> first season may be successful. Well, let's talk about how hard it is setting up season yes. two. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Preach. You better work. Preach. <laughs> season two. Let's talk about that. Okay. <laughs> if, if the networks ain't picked you up and you're still trying to do it yourself. Absolutely. Let's get into season two. How right. difficult is this shit? Right. So first of all, let's just go ahead and um, tell the kids just a little bit just so they know who you are, what you're dealing with. Absolutely. And then let's spend time talking about process. All right. Uh, well, should I? Are you Go already introduced me? So, uh, my name's Bridget, and I'm the creator of uh, The Value of X. It's about four women, four friends, college friends who are dealing with issues with their exes. Mm. Um, men from their past all seem to find their way back, as men tend to do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now the women sounds are, personal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I felt that a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so basically, the show explores their journey to finding you know what is the value of these men should mm-hmm. they give these men a, another chance or you know close the door completely and just move on with their lives mm-hmm. so of course it, along that journey there's a lot of uh issues that that come up and just comedy that ensues especially in season two we're really going to get into it especially with all of the four mm-hmm. ex-couples and it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm really excited about mm-hmm. it um but but it's hard mm. it's uh it's not for the faint of heart <laughs> at all. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. Mm. Okay, so let me just find out a little bit about, um, so how did season one do for you guys? Oh, season one was actually really great. Mm-hmm. Um, we shot season one in 2013. How many, mm-hmm. how many episodes were there? Six. Okay. Six episodes. And how long? They were all roughly between five and ten minutes. Okay. Um, for season two, of course, we're trying to outdo ourselves and be bigger and better. So these episodes are going to be a bit longer. Oh, really? Yeah, we're looking at maybe 15 to 20 minutes. Ooh, wow. Okay. So, You're trying to make a I mean, real series. Se- huh? Season two is a feature. Like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I looked at the script today and I was like, I'm really about to shoot a feature. Like, <laughs> okay, um, let's make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when we released season one on YouTube, it was really great. We uh, the first festival we were in was the American Black Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Good one. In um, 2014, so that was awesome. And then from that, did you we, go? I did. Cause mm-hmm. you, of course, I went. That's well, my some hometown. people don't be going, so you know. That's, that's my you know. home. That's my hometown. That's so right, I was like, that's right, that's they, right. 2014, they actually had it in New York. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh no, I got to go home for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So 
um, that was that was great. I met so many people and just you know it was a wonderful, awesome experience, and mm-hmm. I was really excited about that. And then on the heels of that, we were accepted into the Rain Dance Film Festival okay, okay, in London, mm-hmm. which I was super excited about, and I made sure I got there too. I was like, okay, you know what, nice. it's London, yeah. it's London, I am going. We're yes. going. Um, and then after that, I came back to LA, and then we were in the Hollywood Festival here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. So um, a lot of festival exposure, and then one day I got a, an email from a very lovely young woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, named Deshauna Spencer, mm-hmm. who um, is the founder of a new streaming service called Quayle TV. Okay. And she um, wanted to put the value of X on her streaming service. Okay. And so we um, we are currently now also on Quayle TV as well. Okay. So yeah, a lot of really great things have been uh, coming out of the show and I'm super excited to have more great things mm-hmm. um, come as a result of season two. Mm-hmm. So nice. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Process because mm-hmm. <laughs> this oh, is going to be some interesting shit. Now, yes. see, let me let Let's me just preface this. <laughs> so, so we didn't really go into a bunch of backstory on you know where you're from and all that stuff like that. Brooklyn, that's New all York. You, I go, you don't like, hear that she's accent. Like, she's like, that's all you need to know. I go, you don't hear that Brooklyn accent? son. <laughs> <laughs> it, it comes and goes. You, you got to punt the fist at the I, same time, don't I'm you? From Brooklyn, son. <laughs> no, it what's, came out one time when OBS went to to New York to go teach class and stuff like, and you were out there with us right on subway, and the New York came out for real. Like I. Uh, yes. What did I do? <laughs> she was like, all the people, we were on the subway. And of course, me being Southern Cali relaxed mm-hmm. stuff, and she was just like, look, I was like, oh, wow, she really <laughs> she is. hardcore. Yeah. She is up here, like, letting people look here. I'm like, okay, you're she talking so off. rough to that child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the worst. You gotta- she said, and she was like, no, what? And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, you right, you right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like in Brooklyn, kids okay, will kill you, Jay. Yeah. Right. Don't, I was like, don't sleep on that six year old. Not in them streets. No. It's like, let me just go get my cheesecake and mind my business. <laughs> but um so I want to talk to you about process. Absolutely. I want to talk about first, like how you came up with the idea to do the show, mm-hmm. working your way up to get to production, mm-hmm. and then how hard it is trying to do season two. Yeah, because there's so a lot good- of people don't you don't ever see people talk about season two. They always talk about, you got to get your own web series. Here's how to make your web yeah. series. But motherfucker, what happens after you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And, right. I, you know and, and, and the extra thing, too, is that there's so much content out there now. Mm-hmm. Like, what made you, when you decided to make this project, what made you think that this is going to stand out from the hundreds of thousands of things that are out there already? Mm-hmm. What made you think, like, this particular show, this particular topic is the one that people are going to stop and watch? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I think... For me, I think the the concept of of dealing with issues from your past is very, very relatable. Like, everyone has exes. Everyone has, you know, an ex that they, for some reason, can't get rid of or can't get over. (laughs) Um, I know I had one. And that that person was the inspiration Mm -hmm. for the show. Um, And so, in looking at the landscape of television at the time... um, I, you know what? I also, I missed good old-fashioned, like, girlfriend-type shows. Mm-hmm. Like, growing up, I loved watching Living Single yes. and uh, Girlfriends and, and um, shows like Sex in the City mm-hmm. that, you know, was, like, huge, huge, huge hit. And I said, well, you know, I have a relatable topic, you know, trying to get over exes, trying to move on. Mm-hmm. And then you couple that with this sort of, like, girlfriend friendship show, which I think um, a lot of people are into and, and love. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. 
<laughs> and and the the uh, the script actually started out as a pilot, mm. which uh, if I could just plug it, I plug it. Plug it. Won, yes. You know, the value of X, the half hour pilot, won the uh, OBS original script yeah, competition. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that gave me a, a, you know, a big sort of wind of encouragement. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, well, you know, people obviously like the concept, like the show. And then I started going, you know, on a couple of meetings and, mm -hmm. and trying to see, well, can I get someone interested in this as a pilot? Mm -hmm. And you know how Hollywood is, mm -hmm. you know, you, you have a script and it doesn't gain the traction that you think it's going to gain. Mm -hmm. And so after a while I said, you know what, I really, you know, I have this show that I think is great and, you know, I I'm not I guess I'm not at the I don't have a big name yet and I don't mm -hmm. have big stars attached so I'm not necessarily getting the attention of you know Shonda Rhimes or whoever mm -hmm. um, so you know what I, I, I said to myself I don't want to just let this be a script that just sits on my computer and doesn't go anywhere and just dies mm -hmm. so that's when um, that was around the time when a lot of web series were starting to pop mm -hmm. up and becoming popular and um, you guys also know our um, Michael Ajakwe was very, very inspirational to me at that time as well. And he was doing web series and starting to do his web series festival. Mm -hmm. And that really gave me some encouragement. I said, you know what? Maybe I can just do this myself. Mm -hmm. um, and that was when I decided to take my little pilot and attempt to shoot it myself. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, you know, the Lord had blessed me with a little change. Mm -hmm. I had a little money in the okay. bank. Right. Goes, I had spent it on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so I said, you know what? I have, I have some funds. Um, let me see if I can just do this on my own. And so at the time when I started, I only intended to shoot a couple of episodes, mm -hmm. Um, just to kind of maybe get a buzz about it and then do some crowd crowdfunding to shoot the rest. And so you shoot a little bit and mm -hmm. then you get excited. You're like, oh my gosh, this looks great. If right. I could just shoot a little bit more. Right. You know, um, you guys know our mm -hmm. friend, our another uh, OBS friend, uh, Karen, right. mm -hmm. she calls it production crack. Mm -hmm. And it sure, it yeah. sure is. Yeah, it's it addictive. sure <laughs> Yeah. Is because no crack. Yes. Love it. Yeah, I'm addicted. I'm a crackhead. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. Not, not literally, people. Let's be clear. But production crack. I'm on it yes. hard. Um, so you know, we shot you know the first couple episodes, and and I looked at the footage, and I said, oh, you know, this is really great, but I felt like I wasn't. Uh, giving enough of the story to sell it. Hmm. Um, and so at that point, I said, well, I still got a little money left. I wasn't completely broke yet. <laughs> so I said, well, maybe I can go back and shoot some more. So we, we did our initial um, production in like May and June. Mm -hmm. And then um, we submitted to the New York Television Festival what the, the, like the pilot for the web series, which mm -hmm. is like you know two of the first episodes combined. Mm -hmm. um, didn't get in. I'm still getting over that. Wait, wait. Did you get a little pop? <laughs> Did she just pop? Yes. That right. was, that's sorry. That was a little, that was that was a little Brooklyn. That was Brooklyn. Came out. I'm, I'm sorry. feeling a little salty right now because okay. I knew it was in there. Um, I know that feeling. You know, but you know what? You can't, you know, it's, you it was, you can't though, win yeah. them all. And that was a learning experience for me, but it, it inspired me to want to go back and shoot more because I was like, I was like, okay, they just, they just didn't get it. They didn't get the concept. But if I shoot some more, they'll mm -hmm. understand, right? Mm -hmm. So then we came back in October and we shot some more. And then that became the six episodes that we have. Um, that constitutes season. I have a question one. for you. When you went back and added more, did mm -hmm. you see moments in 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 the first two or three or four episodes that you'd already shot where you thought you needed to add a moment or subtract a moment or et cetera, or, um, or well, go back and reshoot or anything? Or <clears throat> we 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 didn't have the budget to go back and reshoot, okay. so we basically, you know, what we had from the first, you know, f 
few days of shooting, we kept that as mm-hmm. well as it was, and um, we just basically built upon the story because I, remember I said it was a, a pilot first. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I read it. I remember we shot the first, you know, maybe ten to fifteen pages of that pilot, mm-hmm. and then I said, well, there's so much more of this story, and I really would love to be able to, you know, get the whole story out and to, you know told the complete picture so then i just wanted to finish up what was started um so that's kind of what, what i did mm-hmm. um when we went back um were there things that i looked back on and was like mm, i wish i could have done it better absolutely you're gonna always do that <laughs> yeah I'm like oh if i could do it again mm-hmm. mm. um but you know at this point you know it's it's what's done is is done so mm-hmm. i just had to move on um, which is easy to do in production, a little less easy to do in relationships. Hence the show. <laughs> Hence the show. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we went back in October and um, and uh, we shot some more stuff. And then uh, Karen, who's mm-hmm. awesome and amazing, mm-hmm. she was the editor. So uh, she, you know, put it all together for me. Did did the editing and had a wonderful um, music. Uh, Score, score, mm. composer, music. That's mm. the word, composer. Mm. Um, let me use my NYU education. Um, <laughs> the uh, composer, Matthew, his name is Matthew Head. He is uh, out of Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to him. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and um, he created this amazing score for me. And then we, you know, got everything together and put the show out the following year in 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I might have rambled a little bit. I don't no, remember what no. the original question was. It's okay, but we're just trying to. I just want the kids to hear the process of how to make you know your oh. web series, so that when we talk about season two, they understand all the things you went through. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, right? Oh yes. Oh, so process, like you know, just gathering the crew because this was my first web series, and I really hadn't done a lot of production stuff um, of my own personal um, since you know back in the day in college. I want. It was very important to me to. Bring people on board who knew more than me. And so I turned to Karen a mm-hmm. lot because she had, at that point, she had uh, Breaking Point, mm-hmm. uh, all these different shows that she had done. And so her um, DP, who I liked a lot, named uh, Adam Scherer, I said, Karen, you think I can get Adam to uh, DP my project? And so we got him on board. And um, Karen, for season one, Karen was on board as a co-producer as well. So she was very, very um, helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with surrounding yourself with a team of people who who are more experienced, stuff always comes up. I mean, literally, I think the night before we were shooting, we didn't have a makeup artist. Oh, my God. And so literally <laughs> the night before, I remember we were sitting in my apartment and we were going through like Craigslist ads. We were calling people. We called up Mike. We were like, Mike, do you know anybody that might come out and do makeup for us? <laughs> it's tomorrow morning, like 7 o'clock. Can they be there? <laughs> like, like, so, you know, is what I've learned is that it's – Usually, always crazy right before, and then it somehow it just all comes. Together. It comes together. It does. It does. Mm. So you know, like I said, it's not for the faint of heart, mm-hmm. but it's for people who um, believe in themselves, believe in their project, and have the faith to know that it may look crazy right now, but it's going to come together. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I had one of those moments on Thursday night. We had a production meeting <clears throat> for the documentary, and we're interviewing all these big celebrities mm-hmm. who are difficult to get. You know, time, and we're trying to push a lot of them in one day, so they all come at. Mm. He's one hour. He's the next hour. He's, you know, they come a half hour early, so they go to makeup, whatever, you know. Absolutely, yep. Oh my God, <laughs> it's just been just to arrange that. Well, you sure I can't come at two, but what if I came at four? It's like motherfucker, we done it for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, bitch, come at two. You know what I mean? So it was like trying to work out all this, but I just remember 
at like six o'clock, I got a phone call from one of the people we're interviewing and we were on the phone. I was talking to him and I was like, look, dude, I really need you. I know you're busy. I know you're important. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you will shine in this movie. I guarantee you I will do. Bible. I had to like over pump what I would do just to get him to be interviewed. You know, at the time I wanted him and he was like, OK, yeah, all right, I'll make it work. Blah, blah, blah. So I remember hanging up the phone going like taking a breath, Man. going, okay, all that work I've been doing for the last week, you know, I'm going to have other people doing these things, but when it comes down to arranging everything, me and the AD, I have to, mm-hmm. now I got to put it together and schedule it, and, but you know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's been like all the details of all that, it's just been yeah. uh, that's the part. That's the part that's not fun. That sounds yes. like uh, we did a promo shoot in uh, January. Same thing. We mm-hmm. needed all of the actors to come, and we were trying to schedule it certain times and, mm-hmm. and work with the script and coordinate. Okay, if we shoot this part first while we're shooting this, then they can be in makeup, and then the other person can be in the wardrobe. Too, right? Yes, yeah, I'm every important. woman. I'm that's every important. woman. Support. There was one day when I had to do makeup. <clears throat> Why? <laughs> there was a, the makeup artist had to leave early, and so I, in between takes, I was like, I pulled out the little foundation. I was patting her. Wow. I was like, I was like, I got it, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm my own art director most times, mm-hmm. um, except for this season, which I'm very excited about. Um, there's a lovely uh, young woman named uh, Portia Richards. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. She's come on board. She's been phenomenal, um, helping me. She's helping me uh, produce as well as doing wardrobe and um, art direction set 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 decorating and all that like Good. it's the thing about independent production is that when you don't have a budget to Tell hire them. people mm-hmm. you have to become all of those people because those people are still yeah. needed exactly yeah. and everybody yeah. in your crew has four or five jobs right? absolutely <laughs> right. absolutely so you know it's like i you wear you wear multiple hats mm-hmm. all at the same time mm. and and you know it's funny i feel sometimes i feel so divided like okay i know i need to be doing this but i also need to be doing this 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 and that over there Mm -hmm. and that other thing too and so sometimes i just want to like i just want to i just want to scream sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes Uh i mean but like i said at the end of the day it usually all you let me let me give you some game right quick all right oh yes spit that game this is for all all you young filmmakers out there when you are in you are in production right now you're in pre right you're about to be in Production. Then you'll be in post. Absolutely. While you're in pre-production on anything in L.A. And now we're in the summertime, pretty much. Most people are out of school, about to be out of school, whatever. You know how many kids you can get who can be P- PAs and, you know, who, who know how to do the clapboard and know how to do slate. They know how to do script soup. Mm. Who are in school, who you're not reaching out to, to get you, to help you, if you feed them and give them credit Yes, <clears throat> you know what food I mean? is important. We don't, but, but sometimes we don't want to take the time mm-hmm. because it takes time to go searching for them. Yeah. yeah. But you got to put the word out there. You go on stage 32 and put the message out there. You know, they got different, um, um, what do they call them, 32. pages. Hold on, let me take some notes while you Have you never me. went to stage 32, girl? No. Stage 32, oh, I love, this is, this okay. is some game. You're talking to me now. Hold on. We're going to have notes. him on. We're going to have him on <laughs> the show. I'm just working it out with okay. him. Stage 32 is basically the Craigslist for film really yes okay you can get all your you can crew up your entire crew on stage 32 mm, okay all you do is post what you need and boom you start getting all kind of hits from people okay. um but you need to go on and set up your account and it's free so okay. yeah 
I'm not going to forget. I do. The, I definitely do the Craigslist thing. I found a, a bunch of great people on Craigslist. Yeah, I mean, people are on Craigslist too, but this is the Craigslist just for this in particular. Instead of going on Craigslist trying to find film, you know what I mean? Right. This is like just for that. Absolutely. So okay. um, you could you could you could find your your DP your your lighting your sound you can do every everybody's on there. Anyway, so where I'm going with this is what I'm hearing is you have to do everything. And you shouldn't and have more. to do everything. <laughs> you're you're in season two. Yes. You're in season two. People have seen your work. Now somebody should be saying, Hey girl, can I help you? Or you should be saying, Hey, I'm going into season two. If you help me out with this, I'll give you this. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like like you said, you brought in another girl who's gonna help you with art department or something, you're giving her a producer credit too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Give Absolutely. them something back Absolutely. that they need too. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So that you can get the things that you need. Absolutely. Bartering is key Bartering. in independent production. Mm-hmm. But, but what happens is <clears throat> most of the time when people are making these little films or you know, web series, they're trying to keep the crew so small because they don't have a budget for a bunch of food. I would rather spend more money on some more food and have a couple more people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But I'm just telling you, this is something that I, so people, mm-hmm. whenever I'm doing something, I have like 30 people on the set. Be like, you have like 30, 40 people on your set. I'm like, because I needed people to, I want to make sure that my camera guys don't have to be the only ones dragging shit in. I want them to have help. I want this person to have, I want my director to have an assistant. I want them to feel like they're working on a real movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So there are things you can do to make that happen. If there's a cafe you go to all the time and, and you know the manager, say, dude, can you give me a dozen donuts? You know what I mean? There's things you can do Absolutely. to get things, but people don't go out of their way to find out how can I get those resources instead of they just go, well, we only have 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, 200 bucks can go a long way if you're smart about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, just like the makeup schools and stuff. You That's know, what I'm saying. All sure you just, a lot of times you're like, oh, hi. if you don't have any money, yeah. makeup, there's always makeup school students who want that production credit yeah. and practice their stuff and you can get them for free. Yeah. And they're happy. I'm doing a movie. Yes, yeah. it goes on their resume. This is what they're studying. This is for. what they're studying for. And you get somebody who's already like about you know they're in they're in their you know their, their last year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not just somebody who just started. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they people right. do because you know be dreadful. Yeah. It's like, mm, I don't think blue eyeshadow goes on. Looks right. good on black people. Have you worked with black people before? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so all I'm saying is you know just try to use your resources more than you think. Here's another thing. So you're waiting for a location, right? Mm, absolutely. Don't just wait for that person to call you back and say, yes, it's okay to get the location. So when they do finally call you back, you email them back and say, here's what we talked about. And bullet point. You agreed to, because you don't want any kind of miss. I've done things in the past, probably 10 years ago, that I've learned now that you, 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 I'm working with a director who has a friend who owns a cafe. And I'm like, can I get, I'm producing. I'm like, can I get on the phone and go see the place and talk? No, 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 no. They, they're busy and whatever. And we show up and they're like, oh, you guys only have that corner because we're still. And I'm like, I would have, I got logistics right. things to work out here. Right, absolutely. You know, I need to know where base camp is. Where am I putting makeup? Where am I doing, you know what I mean? How far is the bathroom from here? How far is it, you know what I mean? There's things to look for right. Right. that you're not looking for. You're looking at the set. You're looking at how can I shoot this thing? Right. I'm looking at the rest of the us. The whole picture. You know Absolutely. what I mean? How many people can fit in this room? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's all these other things. So where I was going with that was, 
So now I send them an, e- an email immediately saying, here's what we discussed. And I bullet point A, you said that we would get this place for free. B, no. That's important. Make if sure you don't they know. Fucking tell them, <laughs> if you don't fucking tell them and remind them what we agreed on, then they don't trail. remember. <laughs> and ask story. them for a confirmation yeah. email. You know, bullet point everything and say, just a reminder, we're going to be using this part of the cafe. We don't need to go in the back because whatever. Or we need to use the back for base camp. You know what I mean? Be specific because it will be like, I didn't know you were coming in this room. I didn't know you guys were going to park out there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's all those things that young filmmakers don't look at. They just look at, oh, we got a place. Right. You know, and that's one of the issues yeah. I've had with, with some of the, um, the – with this project is the production company is in Sacramento. I don't mean to make this all about me. I'm trying to oh, just use, use my work as an example so Absolutely. people learn. Um, so they don't know what's here. So they're like, oh, we found a place that we could shoot at this surf museum. I'm like, great. Do they have parking? Do they have this? And they're like, oh, well, I'm assuming they I'm like, no, motherfucker, do no, they no, have? Do they have? Assume okay. nothing. How far is it for the truck to unload to get to there? Right. They're like... Oh, I'm like, you know what I mean? So there's like little things that I look <laughs> oh, for from experience. Let me get back to you on it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm only telling the kids these things so they realize don't just find a location you think works better aesthetically for your shoot. You also have to figure out does it work logistically for your shoot. Absolutely. Mm. You know? You are preaching today. You feel me? I feel you <laughs> so, so all the way. I'm just saying that so that, so that I mean, you probably learned this stuff you, you know, since that last experience, but these are things that people don't think about. The next time, Absolutely. you know, so I'm only using my work that I do so that people understand what they need to do, you know. So anyway, so we were starting to talk. I smack. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> Let's talk about, for the kids, some of the difficulties about shooting season, season two. Season two, yes. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you really quick. Okay. Because you have season one, mm-hmm. you have tape. Absolutely. You have a link to send people to see your work. So you're not just like in season one trying to make some shit. Now you have, look, we got 19,000 hits on episode one, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got 30,000 hits. So they see right. people are watching your show. Right. So they know, oh, I want to work on her show because she gets numbers. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's important. So Maybe now you have that. something to give them. Mm-hmm. You have a Facebook page. You have a Twitter. You have, you know, it's not just first season. So coming in the second season, you actually have more weight. Absolutely. So this is why I'm saying you should have more help. You know, well, I'm I don't take, have I'm time to call SAG. I need you to call SAG. <laughs> you see what Absol- I mean? Stuff like that. Can you talk about it? Just saying. I do. I need someone to do that stuff. I'm um, yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, season two, because I am now um, fundraising, I'm doing mm-hmm. a crowdfunding campaign, okay. Indiegogo. Um, Promote it, girl. <laughs> so I'm finding that with that that adds an extra element of stress to mm-hmm. season two that yeah. I didn't have in season yeah. one because season one I was like basically like well this is my money well you and, had your money already and, <laughs> right this is like you know the budget is what it is because yeah. what I have mm-hmm. um so I'm finding like going back to the wearing multiple hats, like I'm I'm the fundraiser, I'm mm-hmm. the producer, I'm the mm-hmm. writer, I'm the director. So there's all these things yeah, that have much. to all happen at the same time. Yeah. Um and so yeah, it is very important to reach out to get help. Sometimes what happens is um some people that were helping in season one, mm-hmm. for example, um Karen is not producing on season two. She's okay. she's still gonna be my assistant director on set. Mm-hmm. Um 
but some people sort of move on to do other projects sure. and things like that. So everyone that was necessarily available to help the first season is not necessarily available for to the help next season. the yeah. second season. So that's a that's a real reality of the situation. And in and even beyond, you know, crew and people to help you with the actual logistics of it, all of the actors, you know, maybe I should give this plug right now. No, one of one of our actors, um, wonderful actress is moving on to other projects. She's she's having a you know phenomenal career mm-hmm. and so we're wishing her very well but she's not coming back for season two at all at she, all she can't come on and make a spot or nothing huh? we're gonna have an aunt viv moment <laughs> this, in season two yeah, yeah. because um the 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 uh character of bryn which is you know one of the lead leading mm-hmm. ladies is now being played by a beautiful wonderful young actress named um amaris davidson mm-hmm. so even you know sometimes you don't think about you you sometimes you take for so granted you didn't, you didn't kill her off or anything like that or you just decided no. to keep the same character and just replace her same character <clears throat> she's just replaced so and no there's no say about it it just is what it no, is no it's just I mean, look we, if it worked no, for the, <laughs> if it worked for the Jeffersons and that's my mama <laughs> and and, and, the and, and show, okay. okay and the Fresh Prince I, yeah. why can it not work yeah True. <laughs> and true. it's worked in other shows. True. Absolutely. True. So you know, so it's like I think sometimes going into season two, you don't necessarily count on having to replace people, yep. having to find new people. Like my DP, mm-hmm. who I loved for season one, is not available for season two, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm kind of you know freaking out about that because I loved working with him and I think he did a great job on season one, and so mm-hmm. now I'm like, all right, I have to find someone who's going to make you know the show look as good as, as season one. Right. So there's that stress level, sure. um, and so there's just there's just a lot, and then thinking about the budget now now that it's not just my money now that i'm actually reaching out to friends and family Mm -hmm. and just supporters and saying hey can you guys help me with this um i have to you know be even tighter with the budget Mm -hmm. because you know i'm raising for a certain goal which we we haven't met yet which i'm praying that you know some more funds come in Mm -hmm. um what's the date um we extended our campaign to june 17th so um with that i'm feel i feel like there was a lot of bartering and sort of like begging borrowing and stealing that mm-hmm. happened with season one but i feel like it's even more so now with season two yeah like mm-hmm. i kind of feel like uh what's the movie where, where chris rock is like how much can i get for one rib oh, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. i feel right now <laughs> like all right so uh so for this rate like <laughs> can you stay for six out can i can i get you for eight can I just look at the ring? Mm. Can I? <laughs> Can I just you know? smell it? <laughs> you know. Um, so you know because you know I, I believe that you know in this town there's a lot of super talented people who deserve to get paid for what they do, especially if they're good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 challenging for me when I when I feel that constraint of I only have this much to offer you, you know, and I feel like I'm in that place of like. Uh, can you take this for this? I mean, I know, I know you make a thousand dollars a day, but uh, can I hit you off with this one fifty? You cool with that? Mm-hmm. You know, that's challenging. I do it um, all the time. I do it all the time. I mean, you have to. There's, there's no way to get around time. it. When I did full show with Kim Coles and all them, <clears throat> the producer brought me on. The director brought me on to produce, and the first thing I said was, "How much is your DP?" And he said, seven fifty a day." And I said, yeah. "Give me the phone." And I got him down to 350 in about a minute or two. And I said, because I basically got on the phone and said, look, this is his directing debut. We have this person. This, and I listed all the stars who were going to be in it. That helped. That definitely right? helps. Absolutely. His husband helped who he was. You know what I mean? 
Um, we're going to be shooting in the studio. This, we're going to do three cameras. Boom. You know, I promoted in a way so that this person would shine mm -hmm. as the DP on this particular project. So that's why I said, I know this. You have your own truck. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, the sound. You have all those things. You know, you're, 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 um, you have your whole little crew, your little team. Got it. Here's what I have for you. I know what he offered you, but that is not what's in the real budget. You know, if you want us to get the sound stage and not shoot it at somebody's house, here's what we need to do. Right. 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 Boom. And he was like, "All right, I'll do it for three fifty. Okay. And then I hung up the phone. And, and Scott no. <laughs> And Scott looked at me. He's like. Oh, you are so the producer on this. <laughs> so then I did that with every place we went right. to. So the location, they wanted us to do it for three, four thousand dollars a day. It was a studio. Wow. And I got it for one thousand dollars. And he let us come back on another day and shoot for three hours for nothing. Right? And That's it's awesome. really about letting people know what you need. Dude, you know, we're trying to make this thing. We got this star. You show them what they're gonna do. Right. We're gonna we'll do uh we're, we're gonna do this whole little scene where they walk through and we'll see the sign go by you know promote how you're giving back to them absolutely you That's know what important. I mean and and it just always seems to work and I get it way down and I learned that from when I did troublesome mm -hmm. and my train he wanted four thousand dollars a day and I looked at him I said I got a thousand dollars for two days and he looked at me like That's insulting I said let me explain something to you though and I went in. I was like, this is my first project. We just, I said, we're about to go into, no, we just had the, um, the strike. Mm -hmm. I said, we just came out of a strike. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do this. Yada, and I went down the list, and I was like, I need it on the weekend, you know, right. Saturday and Sunday. It's not going to kill you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I was like, hook a brother up. You know what I mean? Boom, boom. And he looked at me and went, all right, let's make it work. You know what I mean? Sent this as an email, and I said, <laughs> but the bullet we points. About. This is what we talked about. I'm Absolutely. telling you, because if you don't, they don't remember. Absolutely. They do not. They're yeah. like, I said a thousand? Like, motherfucker, yes, you said a yes, thousand. You Either that or you need to know where all the bodies are. Okay, in. and confirm it. <laughs> and confirm it. And confirm. Because if you don't, they're going to be like, I never I said never got that, that email. Like, I would never say a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Right. No. Email, you did. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Get it in writing. Here are you, here, here, you want to uh, come on board the, the, the value team? <laughs> I'm shooting you next know? week too, girl. Oh, okay. We both, we both in the thing. Now, of it I'm right just now. trying to encourage you and the other people's listening of, of the power you don't realize you have because you actually have a season. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You have something to show. It's, it's if you if you weren't trying to raise money for the for the um, crowdfunding, mm -hmm. it would it would be the reverse of how hard it is. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Because right. you had the money, so that wasn't the issue because you knew the budget was what it was. Right. So now all you had to do was staff. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Crew mm -hmm. up. You know, all your people before. <clears throat> now you have to do all those things and crew up. Mm -hmm. But even though you don't have the money, you use, but I have this. I have tape. I have a, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have this many followers. We have this many followers on Twitter. We have boom, boom. We're going to double that this season. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes, we are. Encourage I them. Amen. You know what I mean? We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know, it just makes people go, ooh, I want to be involved in that. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever your favorite episode is. You know, if you don't like one, show them two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever it is. <laughs> right. You know, right. that's what I, I skip over the one that I don't want them to see. I want you to see the best one. 
Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So anyway. I know. <laughs> so those are just some things I'm thinking. But So let's keep keep going. Okay. So what else do you have any issues with? Um, can I tell my, can I tell my crazy season Please. one yes. story real Please. quick? Yes. Okay. So it's, I needed you in 2013, mm-hmm. that, that piece of advice about getting everything in writing because people do forget. Mm-hmm. And then you find out later on that people not only have amnesia, but they're also schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell it, Bridget, tell it. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, protecting the, the identities of the, uh, <laughs> people involved they know who they are um hopefully they don't they don't listen to this but I, there was one location season one where you know we when we went to go scout the location it, you know it was awesome he was so nice mm-hmm. and he said oh you can use this space and that space and you know 12 hours no problem for this right sure and then you know when we get there you know i got there first thing in the morning you know before everybody else and i went to the front door mm-hmm. and he comes to the door and he's like didn't I tell you not to come to the front door? I will shut your whole production down. You have to go through the back. And I was like, oh, oh okay, sir. Like, it's cool. It's just mm. me, you know? Yeah. Um, and so he literally, from that moment, like, threatened to shut us down, like, every, like, hour. What? Like, I mean, it was, I was such on pins and needles that day because he, you know, well, maybe I shouldn't tell this part of the, of the of the, the underbelly of independent production, but <laughs> I think you need to tell him, you don't have to tell him who he is. I mean, or um, the, the location, that's fine. But you know, the location was, you know, a place where he didn't want to call attention to the fact that it was a location. Okay. So he didn't want any, any trucks or any camera being unloaded in the front, which I okay. said, okay, I understand mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But when I showed up, it was just me. Mm-hmm. He acted like I came with the grip truck mm-hmm. pulled up in front and everything. And so, you know, then I'm panicking. I'm trying to, you know, Text all the crew, make sure that everyone knows, go to the back, go to the back. Because mm-hmm. if you come to the front, we're going to get shut down. Um, and then so we get everybody in and then it's fine. And then um, we're shooting. I'm about maybe halfway through the page count of what I need for the day. Mm-hmm. And there was it was weird. There was like an issue with uh, lunch. Hmm. We, we went, we ordered lunch. And it's not that we didn't offer him lunch. You know, the lunch was there for everyone. Mm-hmm. And he comes and he says, you know, Something to the effect of, uh, you know, you guys didn't offer me lunch and, and you know, it was just, it was just really weird. And he was like, you know what, you guys are happy. You guys have to be done by two. And I was like, uh, no, you said that we could be done at, you know, six or five or whatever the time was mm-hmm. that we had originally agreed to. And he was literally like, no, um, you know, I'm upset with your production and you guys have to get out. Wow. And I, <clears throat> I mean, I was moved to tears, like literally. Mm-hmm. I, I stepped outside. Karen was with me, mm-hmm. and I was just, I was, and I love Karen because Karen is so like tough. She, mm-hmm. I, it was one of those moments where mm-hmm. like you know like there's no crying in football or right. baseball. Mm-hmm. It was like right. that moment. It was like there's no crying in production, and I was yes. like, I was like, but he's gonna shut us down, and I'm not gonna get my seat. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and so you know, we took a breath. We talked. We talked. We thought about it, and he, and then he started saying that he has to go somewhere, and it was like everything that he, we agreed to. He was like going back on and reneging on everything. Mm-hmm. And then we said, okay, okay, do we have more money in the budget? Do we can we offer him some more money? And I said, well, we have to do something because I need these scenes or else my entire show is ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, which, in retrospect, probably wouldn't have been the case, but that's how it feels. Yeah, but once right. you start and At you establish, time, you're in a freaking room, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you know I mean? So it would have been a completely wasted day. I would have had to like find another location and reshoot completely. So yeah. I was I was panicking. So 
long story short, we ended up giving him like a few extra dollars to mm-hmm. let us, you know, finish. But even with that, he was still kind of honest. Like, we have to be out by this time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so it was like I learned a lot. So going back to what you were saying about making sure everything is in writing and mm-hmm. then people remember what they said and what they agreed to, because that was such a horrific situation. And well, not, me, it's not a position that anyone Let me give you some more game. You just you just hit upon something that I usually do because I'm usually like overseeing when I'm just producing I'm overseeing the set mm-hmm. right so I will literally go and find out who the manager is the owner whatever the hell and I'll sit down with them and talk to them about the place and whatever it's assuming I haven't had a chance to really meet them mm-hmm. and I'll say we have craft down there go eat right you know what I mean right, right. anytime you want to get a meal grab something right, if like, you're thirsty boom boom you know what i mean i'll send a pa hey dude go grab him coffee you know what I mean? whatever it is to make them feel like they're right. okay absolutely. with this absolutely so whoever your <laughs> producer is make sure that they so you don't have to worry right right make sure that they know these war stories absolutely. that you've experienced so when you guys are shooting at any location at somebody's house somebody's whatever that they go out and make sure that person's taken care of. Are we taking care of the place good? We'll make sure that we'll pick up all our waters. Boom, is it okay to set it on that? Make sure they have a communication. You you shouldn't have to do that. Right. Right. They should be doing that. Right. You know what I mean? And so make sure that that producer is really, you know, on their shit. And this is low-budget stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You have to – you need to focus on directing, so let me focus on – overseeing everything else so that you don't have to all you have to do is focus on that don't even worry about this other production shit i got you you know Mm -hmm. every time you huddle we'll huddle (laughs) you know know what i mean we'll have a conversation i'll be i'll be at the you know at the video village and all that shit but (laughs) but there's other things going on that you don't even need to know about there might be some drama that went on that i would never fucking tell you you know right, what I mean? Right. Because I don't need you to be stressing about the fact the dude is tripping. Right. You know what I mean? Let me deal with him tripping. Let me figure it out. And if we have to shut down, then I'll come and tell you. Okay. You know, I don't right. come and tell you. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> dude talking about shutting it down. No. That's for me to work out. You know what I mean? Right. So right. all you young producers, <laughs> don't be going to the director telling them any bullshit. You figure it out. You work it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what you're Let there for. Let them focus on what they You know how much money is in the budget. You know. So sometimes I had to come out of my pocket, you know what I mean, and go, okay, I'm going to have to give him, I'm going to have to slip him another $100, you know what I mean? Slide it under the table. And I don't okay. even tell you. I don't even tell you when we finally go over everything how much everything costs because it needed to be done. Right. You see what I mean? Right. That's right. a good producer. Right. But yeah. I learned that shit yeah. from fucking 20 projects I've done so far, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just keep doing them. I'm like, okay, I need to be on top of that next time. Oh, Absolutely. I need to be on combat. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And those are from mistakes. Like I said, shooting in a location, you come to find out you don't even have access to the entire place. I'm like, ah, I need to make sure that if somebody gets me in touch with somebody to shoot at their location and I haven't been there and seen it or anything, it's probably not going to work for me because Absolutely. I know what I'm looking for. Absolutely. All those logistic things that I don't just accept it because they said yes. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes it happens. You're so desperate. You know, it's we're shooting tomorrow. We just need a house. Any house. (laughs) What's the what's the parking lot? Right. You know what I mean? Can you park on that street that day? Is it you know what I mean? Is there is is the trucks moving outside? I'm like, you have to just there's so many logistics. I mean, I work like a line producer and a production supervisor most of the time, you know, because I have to because we're doing, you know, $50,000 project. They're not like huge. 
You know what I mean? Right. So well, I, I could use fifty thousand dollars right now. Well, that's that's huge to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, but I, some new shit I'm about to do when we in the million. But <laughs> oh, all right. So then the people will be doing that, right? You know what I mean? But I'm glad I learned how to do all these things now because I tell yeah. people all the time I feel like I could run a show Absolutely. based on the information, based on the knowledge and stuff that I've learned doing all these small patterns. They're all different. You know that thing I did with with Scotch and Kim and them. We had a freaking audience. I never worked with an audience before. Now I know how to deal with an audience. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 30 people in the fucking audience. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Plus our 30 person crew. I mean, there's. Anyway. Stories. Anyway, I only use these stories not to tell you about how good I am. I use them to try to help you to see the, something that I learned. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. To so avoid yeah. the pitfalls. Correct. Know? Absolutely. And just the stress. Ugh. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it's always it's always a learning process. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure there are going to be things that I'm going to learn on season two oh, yeah. that I didn't experience or learn on season one. So it's always it's a constant oh, yeah. it's a process of growth. Here's another little secret that I do. <clears throat> and you I hope you do this already. I do this for my main characters who are my cast. So you're four girls. Mm-hmm. Maybe your guest star or whatever. Your DP. And the director. Well, you are the director. I am every woman. But, but I call each and every one of them, usually about a week before, because I want time to process it. And I say, is there anything you need on the set that's going to make you happy? And when we're in crunch. Oh, that's good. Because, remember, I used to be an actor. So I remember when I was working on somebody small whatever, I'd be like, if I just had a coffee or a hot chocolate from Coffee Bean and some red vines... I would be good, even under all this stress. And it made me figure it out. Because if you think about it, you hear about all the stars have these writers and they're this long and they don't want this M&M or whatever. Right. That started from that, right? But it expanded Mm. because the budget's bigger. Right. If you think about it, right? Right. So I try to make them feel the same way. Mm. So I'm giving you something. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's Big Mac. I don't care what it is. I'm going to make sure you get it. My DP gets it because I want him to be cool. Yeah. My cast, my main cast gets it, and the director gets it. You know what I mean? And I give that to them, and they show up, and all of a sudden, you know, boom, you about to start. If I was producing, and I knew that I knew you wanted a coffee bean, hot chocolate, first thing in the morning, you'd see me, I'd hand you one, right? Or I'd have my assistant or somebody hand you one. Because you'd be like, oh, you just can't Absolutely. help it. Mm-hmm. It immediately relaxes you, right? Mm-hmm. The other thing I do is is logistically you start thinking about, okay, we're in a very small room, but I have four actors in this scene. I don't want them to just be standing around, so I need to go rent some fold-out chairs. You know, whatever it is you need to do. I have a guy I can hook you up with who has the director chair. You get them for like 3 or $4 a day. You know what I mean? They're cheap. You know, you can get the freaking um, tables and stuff and everything, you know, mm-hmm. with all the chairs around it, the whole deal for cheap. Um, cheap is the keyword. Cheap here. is very, very good. So, so um, 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 he could give you the whole makeup thing and the monitors. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Anyway, so there's things you can do to make them feel like they were taken care of. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That people, I show up on people's sets and I'm like, why is the actors just all standing? They don't even have chairs in here. They don't. You know what I mean? You didn't even protect them with the sun. The, the, the elements are just coming down on them like nothing. Right. And so I go out of my way to make them feel like they're on a real set no matter what we have to do to make that work. You know what I mean? If I have to go next door and use their bathroom, we're using that bathroom. You know what I mean? Whatever it is you have to do so they feel like, well, we don't even know. You got to go, go to Starbucks because we don't have one. You know what I mean? No, fuck that. 
Right. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's a business upstairs. I'm going to see if they're open on Sunday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's 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 the type of logistics. Absolutely. That producers. Absolutely. I know I'm talking a lot here. No, no, no. It's just no, that this ahead. is the, no. These are the, the little the little tidbits that people don't think about until it hits them. They're like, oh shit. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. And this is all low budget shit. But the funny thing is, even on a big budget, like they're doing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the sign outside of my office here. They're doing um, episodes that Matt uh, LeBlanc show mm-hmm. on. Um, yes, I noticed Showtime? that as I was. Showtime. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're here. So I'm I'm sitting here next to transportation. And the line producers across the hall. So I hear their conversations. I'm like, see, I'm right on my shit. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. big budget. And they right. got fucking 10 people in there. Right. You know what Absolutely. I mean? This is just me sometime and two or three other like people working shit out. So, so I know that I'm already preparing myself for the big shit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So be Absolutely. preparing yourself now right. so that people feel comfortable about being in your shows now and they want to continue to work with you. And you absolutely. Know? confidence, too, because even when the shit goes down, if you're confident and you're handling these things, the people are like, hey, uh, what's going on? That confidence, like, okay, yeah. shit's going down, but we've got it taken care of. Yeah. Right, we got this. And they feel comfortable, and you can get through it. But God bless you for, like, web series and trying to, like, grapple all those different jobs. I can't even imagine trying to direct, produce, and worrying about, oh, who's doing the location. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's very hard. But yeah. I love I love what you just said, mm-hmm. Hilliard, about preparing yourself for the bigger stuff because that's exactly what this process that's does. That's exactly what it's doing. Mm-hmm. You, it doesn't feel like it at the time. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> but you you literally, especially, you know, in, in, in the case of independent production where you have where you're wearing multiple hats, you're literally getting experience in all of those dis- different areas. Mm-hmm. So when you get to the, the next level, you even if you're not the one doing it now, at least you have enough knowledge of what it is so you can supervise and direct the people right. that right. are doing it. So it's so it's invaluable. You have to keep a clear head as much as you can, even under all the stress and, and you're the director and you're the EP. So everybody's coming and you're the creator of the show. So everybody's coming to you going. Bridget, what do we? Somebody, um, what do you think about wardrobe? What do you think about this? How do you want me to do the lighting? How do you want? Absolutely. And you have to go, take a breath, and go one at a time. What did you say? Let me. I'll answer your question. You know what I mean? Instead, yes. you go um 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 this um um that, and you gotta be right. You I be, got you. You gotta be centered. Right. I got you. You have to. You know, whatever you have to do to prepare yourself to shoot. To be as relaxed as possible, you know the script because you fucking wrote it. Right. So sometimes you you know you've been in a room, you plan to shoot it one way, you get there, you go, oh, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> you know what I mean? That be prepared a lot. for the change. <laughs> exactly. Because sometimes oh, you lock those into how you especially like uh, like just the subtle things like uh, you know if you're filming a restaurant stuff like different shots. What time of the day is the sun coming Hello? in? Absolutely. It looks totally different. Are we going to match this shot? It's like the things, the tiny things that you don't think about, you know, just, it just reminded me when you said, go look at the place. Go look at it certain times of the day. Like, you talking about doing that scene right yep. there, but what if the sun's coming in there? How's that yep. lighting going to work? And a lot of people just think, we got the, we got the location. Yep. Let's just show up. <laughs> right. That's only, that's only half the battle. Yes. Then you got to worry about the conditions yep. <laughs> of the location. Is it clean? Side. You know what I mean? Is it yes. is it organ? I mean, you have to prepare for that stuff, you know, yeah. setting up and then breaking it all down and striking out. I mean, that shit takes time. And people yeah. are like, oh, well, you guys, we only need it for two hours. Like, we need an hour just to set up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just to load in. You better preach. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what the 30-person crew, for the most part. You got, I don't yeah. know how many people. Let's assume you have 10 to 15. Right. That still yeah. is not a lot of people. It's not, you know. It's and that's why you not. see these 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 crews here on this on the studio map. They fucking load in so fast. 
they load in so I mean it's a freaking machine you know but they've been working with each other forever they yeah. they know where everything is and they have everything they need absolutely you trying to figure it out Right. You're trying to make that crane shot work with a freaking camera. Right. <laughs> Without right. the crane. Right. Right. <laughs> just stand on this chair. On the ladder. Okay. Get just do it slow. Steady. Okay. okay. <laughs> trying you to know? do that get in, shot with the wheelchair. Get, guess, like, exactly. get in the grocery cart. Exactly. I will roll you. <laughs> right. Get on the skateboard. Yeah. We're going to make it work. Okay. Right. My grandmother got a wheelchair. I think that'll work. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if I push you real slow, exactly. we'll get the shot. Dolly. That's Dolly. That's our Dolly shot. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, thank you, Bridget. We appreciate Appreciate having you. Thank you for I having really me. I really hope you're, oh you're able to raise your money. Um, yes. Let's tell the kids again where they can go to help donate and right. like your Twitter and whatever, your Facebook. Okay. So we currently have Indiegogo running. So mm-hmm. it's Indiegogo.com. If you search for The Value of X Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, that's EX. 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 Okay. And um, we're, we're on Twitter, at The Value of X. Uh, Facebook, The Value of X. Uh, YouTube. The value of X. We're just, the value of X everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, if you would like to follow my personal Twitter, I'm at the drama diva. Mm. So yeah, good. So, That's what's up. Where are you at, Lisa? I am a Twitter fan, <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Bitchflix, and uh, you can catch me. Well, now that it's summer, <laughs> usually I would come up and go do like the Hollywood Forever, the mm-hmm. movies, and it, you're not got, gonna do it. Because now they do it where you got to get tickets and stuff. It's gotten oh, too bad. Was it free before or something? No, you still pay. Mm-hmm. It was like ten bucks or something mm-hmm. like that. But now you got to get you got to buy tickets ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You got it's it's gotten too big now. So mm-hmm. I used to be up in the cemetery watching movies on the side of the yeah. wall, and they're going to be showing Goodfellas pretty soon. Oh, oh. interesting. So no, so you'll probably find me uh, on Venice Beach because I'm working on um, uh, doing a couple TV pilots, and I'm. Um, Rewriting my book that I wrote last summer that takes place at Venice Beach. So more than likely you'll find okay. me around Venice Beach, right. uh, beach bombing it. Mm-hmm. Looking That's at a good pilot. I want to get. I want you to get that one going. So man. it's like you know, it's just got to get some more stuff. And like I said, working on the horror screenplay and just I'm just looking for some really good horror material. So mm-hmm. just excited about it. So Twitter, bitch flicks, okay. and at your nearest beach. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your host Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow me on Twitter. At Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. <clears throat> if you guys have any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Um, please follow us. We appreciate it. Um, what? What'd you guys take on? Oh, it? I'm sorry. I just, I, I just realized that I forgot to mention that we have an Instagram as well. Oh, no, good. Mm-hmm. So I've been here on Twitter and following it on Twitter, the Value of X on Twitter. Awesome. So we're at the Value of X on Instagram as well. Okay, so. cool. Um, if you guys have any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Um, please go on iTunes, give us a five star review. We really need that for the matrix. Um, follow us also on Facebook, Hilliard Guesses, Screenwriters Rant Room. Um, follow us, you know what's up. And uh, shit like that. So, you guys know how we do it on the rant room <laughs> on this show. I'm we looking, keep it real. I'm looking at the value effects <laughs> on Twitter, I'm looking at the cast. Oh, Right. Isn't my cast really attractive? I yes. love I love my cast. They're beautiful. Like folks. Nice yeah. faces. Oh yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> so on this show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2016. 2016. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Yeah. In the rain. We say what we say. We do what we feel. We got to keep it real. In the rain. All about the crap of screenwriting. Fill my bottle up. 
there gotta be a dope ass story on the page. Let the beast about the cage. That light about the dark. Can you build the inferno from my itty bitty spark? Coffee shop hustlers rise with the cream. A million other writers, same Hollywood dream. Your pen and paper, all like bullets in the gun. Write what you feel, say what you want in the red room. We say what we say, we do what we feel. We gotta keep it real in the red room. All about the crap, a screen riot. Fill my bottle up with lightning up in the red room. So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm. 